Alright, where are the two turret hammers at? Meteo Storm! This is Superhero Time. With XV. Ooh. Hey, Mickey. Kendall picks up the mighty shovel because she knows she's going to expect some trouble down here in this earth anus. Paladin. I know stuff. Ken. Did you say what's this? And Fort Max. Wait to Fort Max it up. So, Paladin. Yes. Last week when I told you to pick the two best news items, you did pretty good. Let's see if we can do that two weeks in a row. Well, even less stuff happened this week, so that shouldn't be too hard. Or will that just make the pickings worse? Let's see. First up, Kamen Rider Batfried War Genesis. Yay! <laughs> and on top of that, it's all, it's going to be on PS3, PS4, and Vita. So basically, PS4. Um, <laughs> right. I was gonna I was gonna say like it's nice that they're backporting it just in case, but obviously. You're not going to get the right experience unless you play it on the current gen console. You'd think that. However, my experience with the Kamen Rider games of the past is they typically look like a last generation game anyway. Yeah, ah, I don't see. expect the PS4 to add any power to what the presentation is going to look like. It, 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 but might see, have, it might have a better frame rate. But that. see, here's the, here's the thing. Since it, they always look like a previous generation game, if you get the PS3 version, it will still look like PS2 game. If you get the PS4 one, it will finally look like a PS3 game. <laughs> I don't think it enough. works that direction. It means the PS3 game will just look like a PS2 game. The PS3 game is going to look the same way as the PS4 game does. I, I imagine it might, it might be a case of where like the PS4 game has a better frame rate, more consistent or something like that. You're very optimistic, aren't you? I don't know. That seems to be kind of where things are going. Because well, for, respect, for respectable game companies, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, but we're talking about Bandai. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's true. I mean, in all seriousness, I didn't have much to complain about with the visual quality of Batride War. Either of them. Oh, you know, I love both games, which is why I'll be importing you know the third one well, as well. But, yeah, but I'm operating under no illusions of the visuals of Batride War versus The Last of Us. I'm just happy that it's on PS4, so that means I can actually play it. Yep. No, like, Batride War, you have to take in the same way that you take, like, watching Kamen Rider. Uh It's a perfectly Lower your expectations. It's a perfectly (laughs) well-produced show in the context of that it's a show for little kids. Right. Yeah. That they have to pump out every week. For a year. Nobody's pumping out kids every week in Japan. No. Until, Until the end of time. Right. No, Batride War, Batride War has always been more than serviceable in terms of graphics and gameplay, and, you know, there's not really anything to complain about except more writers. Yeah. Uh, better levels. Well, How about it, more varied levels? Well, I mean, it's a Dynasty Warriors clone, so... Well, yeah. Oh, no, but, like, okay, no, yes, what, but what I'm saying is, The levels is, of like, Batride War are primitive in terms of geography. And also, like, Batride War 2 recycled 90% of the levels from the first game. <laughs> oh, now, Jesus. the real question, how many, are it, were any of the levels just their stock shooting locations? So no! Basically, what, no, what, they were It like an opportunity Why? they should use. So what you're saying is that Batride War 2 is basically overglorified DLC. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. Actually, okay. yeah, it is. That sounds about right for some sequels nowadays. It's it's glorified DLC and a few gameplay patches. Okay. Yeah. So it is glorified DLC. Like, for example, <laughs> all of your moves are unlocked from the start instead of having to level up every character to level 40 to get all your shit unlocked. Now, on the well, other hand, nice. when you have a friend visiting from out of town for a couple of days and, you know, you just want to get in and play everything all at once, that's really handy. Yeah. But as far as longevity on a game... It kind of cuts it down a little, yes. Yeah. So Bad Side War 2 is basically like Force Unleashed 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you, started, you started with basically everything and got like one Force power through the extensive <laughs> game. But now, man, mind I you, mean, it's cool because you can make Stormtroopers jump out windows, but you know. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> it's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, for, yeah, since it's coming yeah, to Vita, I'm just going to go ahead and cross my fingers and hope this cross by. Oh, there won't be. I know, but as long as we're wishing it like a pony. Okay, sir, I hope so. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, like with Bandai re- releasing the uh, new Digimon RPG out. It's going to be coming in the West next year. It's going to be on PS4 and Vita. They're not going to quickly make it out cross by. No, so, Mickey, Mickey, I have one very special request of you when you go to uh, order the game. Mm-hmm. Do it while you're drunk again so you buy the EMS shipping and it gets teleported to your house like it did the last <laughs> time. <laughs> And then and let the, me know when that's going to happen so I can come there and we can play it. I import so little stuff that I think I'll actually splurge on that for this one. So I mean, you won't, you won't be disappointed by a Batride War game in general. It doesn't matter which one you buy. They're I all mean, I fun. Like Dynasty, I, I like Dynasty Warriors. I'm still playing Hyrule Warriors, and I've had it for a year. So <laughs> I still go – I got the um, – I think the first uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam. I still go back to that. Yeah, well, I would if I had my 360 hooked up, but I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, that that is kind of a prerequisite. Yeah, I mean, because like, I already have... It'll be but you moved the that. fan off the 360 and onto you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my fan's much better than 360s. It actually works. I mean... Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I have my PS4, I have my Wii U, I have my cable setup, I have my Apple TV all hooked up to my TV, and that's... I've run out of plugs. <laughs> they make these great Intro things... Mode. <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm already using a power strip as, as it is, and I think I have my. There's another one. Is it? Yeah. Kind my of. T- my TV stuff and my computer and. I mean, I'll write that one down just in case. But I don't think there's much to work with on that one. Uh, no, but can they make these great things like, or I mean, for inputs at least, you know, called switch boxes? Yeah, I know. I know that. I already have one of those. And you, you can stack power strips. That's perfectly a safe thing to do. Oh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, what's easier to do is if you just, like, uh, strip off the plastic cord and you just wire them all together into one plug. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Sure. That'll that definitely not burn mm-hmm. my house down or anything. <laughs> You've got insurance, right? <laughs> it's not well, arson if so it's an accident. Do we know when, Betra- when, when Genesis is coming out? All we know right now is 2016, but they have announced some of the new riders they've added to the lineup. Oh, before you get before you get into the list, I just have one question: If the game were to theoretically be ported like over to Europe or South America, would it be uh, Batride War Mega Drive? (laughs) You may continue now. I'm done. There is one thing about about the riders they're putting in, which I do want to call out before he gets to the actual list, Mm -hmm. and it's the fact that they have both Kuga Godai. And Kuga Onodera. So is Onodera just, you know, really, really horrible stats or something? 
I assume it would just be a change in who's doing the voice to make it sound a little different. Even though it's not that. Maybe he's just there for training. Like, remember the punching bags and uh, super training for Pokemon X? Uh, it could be a difference in uh, finishing moves where oh, useless Bob. goes into his stick up the butt mode. Oh, yeah, he could turn into that beetle form, I guess. That would be like that would be an interesting mechanic if they introduced the final form rides. And they had, the, and, the, and they and um, Onodera and Godai also both have different ultimate forms. So yeah, like ultimate versus rising ultimate, I think. Yeah. It's it's so, it's really not right that Onodera Yusuke gets the more powerful final form. Well, he well, uh, but theoretically Godai more powerful. Got, did uh, theoretically get, uh, Godai but... had it in uh, the last episode of Wizard? Huh? Yeah, that, 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 Godai didn't need a more powerful form. Yeah, well, okay, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying like theoretically more powerful because the rising forms are always more up. Uh, you know, a step above the base right. form, but like, just given that useless Kuga is useless Kuga, I kind of imagine even his rising ultimate's not as powerful as Godai's let us not, flat out let us not for, Let us not forget that Godai also nuked the city, so... Well, and let's, <laughs> let's also not forget that power levels are bullshit, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, they are. And... Useless is pretty useless, so... See, what it really needs to be, and, and I mean, it couldn't happen because of, like, likeness rights, probably, but, like, what it needs is um, Godai's final form needs to just be Godai. Like, it's the <laughs> final episode of Kuga. Ah. Yeah. True. So, anyway, the so... Other, other new additions include G3X, Wing Knight, Kaixa... Garen, Ibuki, Getak, Zeronos, Ixa, The End, Eternal, and Ghost. And? And apparently most of the Showa writers are in there, too. The Showa writers are kind of an easy add since there's so few of them. Well, I mean, there's 15 of them. And there's only a few of them that have more than one form. Yeah. 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 But they have before, and it's been a noticeable omission. What's that? So the show writers? Yeah, that they weren't yeah. in any of the previous two games. Like, yeah, I kind of wanted them there. So yeah, it's because it's, it's like ever since Decay, the show writers have been around every year. So it's it's kind of you know it's become kind of standard. Whereas the first you know the first ten years of the Heisei era, it wasn't. Also, so it's, Drive it's Mach and Chaser, but I know nobody here gives a fuck about them. I do <laughs> actually, kind of now for some reason. Cripes. Well, yeah. you're wrong. Uh, no, it got better. Yes. Like legitimately, it got better. I wonder. I wonder if you'll be able to turn Mock into Type Dead Chase. I wonder if I'll be able to turn them off. Like, just have them not appear in my game. Uh, Wizards well, well, for that matter. It depends if they're you know unlocked from the start, like it was in Batch Ride War Two, or if you have to you know play to get them. That'd be fantastic if you unlock characters to like a purchase system, so I could just choose never to purchase them. Well, yeah, that that would be good too. I like that they're putting secondaries in, though. Yeah. Especially since they had the models and attacks for them in the last game. Hmm. They just didn't make them playable. Yeah. But yes, I do want to play as Ibuki because that would be awesome. <laughs> I want to play as G3X because I like G3X, and he has like an RPG launcher. But he doesn't kill people with a trumpet. No, he kills people with guns. Not as awesome. It is in Rider where that's a lot less common. 
For him to just pull out a Gatling gun and shoot something until it dies, that's kind of badass. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he can remember the combination lock. Wasn't that in the frying pan episode we watched for Power Playback? We never I watched like, do not what? remember. Well, if we did, I wasn't there. Because I've never seen an episode of it. No, we've done Agito a couple times. I there was the, the there was the one where they were playing tennis with a frying pan, and I think at the end in the fight, G3X was trying to unlock his weapon, and he couldn't remember the combination. No, we just to waste some time. I've never seen that episode. Okay, maybe, maybe you did the week I was gone. I was gonna say maybe that's when you were on your break from podcasting. Could be. Well, anyway. Yes, Batride War Genesis or Mega Drive or Sose or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> sounds like it's going to be as fun as any Batride War game, which is actually quite an endorsement. Yeah, I mean, because they're, obviously they're just going to, you know, pick the same engine, slap some new assets in it. Use 90% of the same oh, levels yeah. again. Yeah. But slap those assets. For me, this will be the first one, so, you know. Well, if you would have come and visited Hey Mickey at some point in the last two years, <sighs> you would have had the chance to play one before. I know. Shit <laughs> happening. Maybe one day you'll be cool enough to come visit me like XP is. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? So, Paladin, that was a pretty good first pick. What do you got for number two? <laughs> Boop! Crap. Well, I'll just stick to something basic. The first promo for Kamen Rider Ghost went online this week. It's short, but it's a nice look at what happens during the series. Like, dying? Yes. <laughs> well, that was a short series. <laughs> so yeah, I don't need anything number... about this yet. I... Well, no... Item number three, because... I'm not because I'm not going to let this go uh, unmentioned. Uh, getting a uh, box set of uh, oh yeah of Shin uh, ZOJ and Common Rider SD on Blu-ray. Common Rider what now? What was that last one? Oh wait, Common Rider SD is SD. coming to Blu-ray. Oh my yes. god! What yes. is that? The super this. deformed writer anime. It yes. was Common Rider SD no uh, super deformed. Because it hasn't been on Blu-ray before now. It was. We... It wasn't even released on DVD. Only we... released sad so far as VHS. Why did we never review this exactly? Why have we never mentioned it out loud before? <laughs> I've seriously never heard of this. <laughs> well, when the Blu-ray comes out and there's rips of it and somebody subs it, then we can look at it. Hooray. Or I could just go to YouTube right now. Well, yeah. Oh, it's adorable. <laughs> yes, it is. I want to make gummies out of these characters. <laughs> because you want to eat the little riders? Because they're adorable. I want to eat them up. So, they should be Gummy's kid would become super deformed? He's already super deformed. Oh. So, Fort Max... Yes. This 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 um this amazing Blu-ray box. How much does it cost? Um. Let me see here. I thought you had this information already. Uh, Twenty-seven thousand yen. Sounds about right. 
Is that right, Fort Max? Uh, normal price is sixteen thousand. Close. So, I went over. What? <laughs> so basically, one hundred fifty dollars. Yep. Oh, never change, Bandai. <laughs> it's not Actually, Bandai's fault. It's yes. the it's the home video industry in Japan. And right, at the moment, is... it's only one hundred and thirty-two dollars and seventy-nine cents. But yeah, and being for three movies, and since this is the '90s movies, it's not a Toei uh, home video release. It's Bandai Visual. Now the movies were actually filmed, right? Not videotape. Yeah. They were filmed. I they they were movies don't shown in theaters. Yeah, so these will right. actually be worth while to Except be for Shin. <laughs> Except for Shin. Well, but yeah, Sh but that well, was Shin was filmed. produced for theatrical showing, though, wasn't it? Was it was not shown. No, it was. Uh, Shin was produced for uh, just for direct to video. Oh, okay, but I mean, would that have like film they can rescan, or is that going to be? Yeah, like... it was film. Mine the DVD was a uh, SD transfer of the film. Okay, no, it's just like you know. Is it going to be worthwhile for this to be on Blu-ray? And it sounds like it will be if they do it right. Yeah. Meanwhile, what will actually happen is it will just be upscales from the videotapes. What's no, that, that will probably still... just be the uh, extras. And Fort Max will, you know, like drop down to her knees and just like cry at the heavens. And... No, the the extras on most of the extras uh, weren't uh, on done on film to begin with. No, I'm talking about the movies themselves. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you would, you would fall to your knees and just look up at the heavens and go, why? Why? Sort kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why isn't Kamen Rider G on this set? I mean, I know why Cause... legally. I'm asking, okay. like, why curse the heavens? Why? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that you actually do know the answer to the question before I or Fort Max spoke up on that. Thank you. Uh, anyway, it's a super you... deformed Kamen Rider NES game, and it's adorable as well. Anyway, going back to what Paladin brought up last, hopefully Ghost will be good. Yeah, I don't think I can take another terrible Rider series in a row. Well, especially since after, you know, this batch is out, it'll be a little while before Dino Charge again. I need I need Dino Charge every day. <laughs> and France will be through the th through the season by Wednesday. Sucks Damn. to be them. Uh huh. No, I want to learn spoilers again. I need I need I need I need to learn French. Well, but the thing is, no, you like don't. you would you would go through it every day, but you'd be out of it that much faster. I can just keep rewatching it. You know, French and Code through episode sixteen are online. Yeah, but French, I mean, that's great for the Canadians. I guess. Although most Canadians seem to resent the French part. <laughs> I can't really blame them. It seems to make life very complicated for them. And then the ones that don't rub it in your face. So. Right. 
Please don't rub your French in my face. Ooh, kinky. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make that an intro quote, because I think I need more intro quotes for me. Sure. Never hurts to have some spares. No! Especially since we're doing two podcasts a week now. Cripes, what has my life become? <laughs> um. So anyway, since I think that will do it for news, maybe we should just go ahead and get into Dino Charge. Hooray! So everybody but Mickey can be happy. Yay! Why is Mickey not happy? Because this episode sucks. What? That's a very strange opinion, isn't it? It it it, it You're is. a strange opinion. Especially having found an unexpected one, though. Well, okay. I guess... What? I'll I... mitigate. It's not, it doesn't suck, it's just... It sucks by Dino Shark standards. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just I don't, kind think, of I don't even think it does there. Um, okay, okay, but I'm... like... okay, like. Can, can I ask one e... question, though? What? For context. Have you seen episode 12? No spoilers Episode 12 on it. is amazing. I won't okay, go into spoilers, okay, but episode so 12 is back up to what Dino Charge should be. Okay, so I like... I love this episode, regardless, but... So, like... I think even if Eleven is, like, the low point in the series, I don't think... the low point for Dino Charge is still better than most anything we've gotten in the last five years. It's it's still better than a lot Which of... It's still kind of sad when you think about it like that. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's better than a lot of the franchise, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed Eleven pretty thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It's a very competently made episode. It's just devoid of any of the crazy, unexpected character fun stuff that I've grown to love this show for. It's all and very I, straightforward. I do have a couple problems with this episode, and I think ultimately may come down to, like, my criticisms and your criticisms may stem from a common source. But, you know, we'll talk about that as we go through the episode. Oh, Ken, why don't you do the summary for this since you enjoy it so much? Sure. Hooray. <laughs> well, Paladin, you have to understand, you're like an, a measure of last resort. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have to do it, and that we just can't have that. You're not just a, a measure of last resort. You're a metric measurement of last resort. Ooh, snap. So, we start on Sledge's ship with the um, basics of what we had in the past few episodes. Theory, get your ass down there and actually do some work. <laughs> no business as usual. Yes. Okay, I so think that's is what it he just, just said. Yes. Uh-huh. Are the villains getting sort of less creative in their interactions in their pre-episode banter? Yeah. Okay. They're kind of in a rut right now. I think. I think. I do think that this particular plot with Fury and the Gold Energem ran maybe an episode too long. In I one think... sense, yes. Otherwise, I think it's also a problem of like. There is not as much time the last few episodes to focus on the villains as an overall group. Mm-hmm. So it's coming down more to just, like, formula interactions. Now, there's some good stuff in 12, I think, but, you know, we'll get there. Again, no spoilers. Right. Thank you. So I, I do think... I, and like Tommy that, shows I up, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think and, we're, that, and we're calling that a good episode? I think that, <laughs> I think that the whole Fury, Terrazord, Energy and Plot did go an episode too long. 
And I think that this had even been resolved a few episodes earlier by this point in Kyoryuger, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't think it had been resolved by episode 11 in Kyoryuger, because it hadn't started then. Had it not? I could have sworn it was earlier. I don't think. Because I, I was kind of only half... In Kyoryuger. I was only kind of half paying attention, but I could have sworn he was before the double digits. I don't think so? I may have stopped watching Kyoryuger by that point, though. I can't recall. I did, so I'm kind of, you know, talking out my ass a little bit. Great! <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you're convinced, that's the important thing. Yes, I am convinced. I'm talking out my ass. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back at the museum, um, Kendall's giving a dedication to the um, gold Energem for some reason instead of locking it up. <laughs> okay, so here's that. Okay, so that's what one of my small problems with this, which is they already made a fake one once. Yes. Why didn't they make a second one to put in the display and keep the real one someplace safe? Now, to Ken's point, that could have ended the whole Fury Energem thing right there. Yeah. Just by acknowledging the Rangers have this locked up someplace that it can't be accessed by anybody else. Right. So there's no problem. And the royal family is never going to know the difference that they're right. not getting their actual rock back. Exactly. And in that case, you know, maybe they shouldn't have had them get the Energem back yet. Although I like a lot what happens next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, there's, you know, a brief uh, flashback uh, to... The story uh, that Riley tried to tell last time. Yes, where uh, the uh, a knight named Sir Ivan was escorting a Prince Colin 800 years ago and was attacked by somebody in a fur yeah. coat. Yeah, fortunately, Kendall actually looked up on Wikipedia what the story was supposed to be. <laughs> so we weren't winging it again. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, okay. Um, as the story goes, the knight uh, fought uh, this um, mysterious person whose voice we do not recognize at all. Uh, <laughs> and does not have a sword we can recognize at all. Um, no, we're, we're all entranced by the massive fur cloak. <laughs> yeah, it's, kind of, it's pretty fabulous, actually. <laughs> it's very Kogami. <laughs> it is. It, so anyway, what animal did Fury kill to get that coat? <laughs> so anyway, Fury. I think he killed a Yukio Yamagata. <laughs> so anyway, um, the, the what the, the the prince what? was knocked out and then awoke to find the energem, uh, you know, floating into his hand. No idea what happened to the knight. What? Who, wherever could he be? Uh, I think the prince ate him. <laughs> but the prince was unconscious. Well, that's, that's, a, that's, the, that's the story the prince told later. Oh, it's a good Obviously, point. that was just a cover. So anyway, um, outside, a limo in a black car and some you know, men in black and this pompous... A motorcade pulls up. A, a motorcade and this pompous douche comes out. Coda uh, spies him. Because Coda's sitting up in a tree as, you e know... Eating an apple. He's probably waiting for a rematch with the angry squirrel. So... Um, <laughs> So Pompous Douche and his entourage come in and promptly start stealing everything. Like, there's no authorities or anything. There's no search warrant or... Everyone's no, they just... kind of relaxed about his approach to that, too. Well, also, I want to I interject here, too, because, like, in the lead-up to this, Tyler is saying that, you know, he'll be happy when the display is over so they can lock the gold energy gem up where it's safe. Mm -hmm. If they're going to do that anyway, why didn't they do it already? Well, yes, as we said earlier. <laughs> I know. I just, I just, I forgot that that one detail that makes it even worse. It does. 
Um, so anyway, this guy appears to be a Prince Philip, the actual Prince of Xandar. And let me tell you why I like this. Mm -hmm. He's brought his people to come and take everything back because the museum had somebody pretending to be the royal family. Uh-huh. That's kind of great. Who he immediately recognizes as Highland <laughs> So, you know, it's not, it's not that usual thing of, you know, somebody will have a crappy disguise and, like, nobody recognizes who they actually are. No. Unlike Shelby's friend, um, <laughs> um, he sees Oh, right. wow, their wacky antics have serious consequences. When's the last time that happened on Power Rangers? That's a good point. RPM? So, yeah, there's your point. <laughs> <laughs> Dino Charge is basically on the RPM. Last, which is, surprise, the last time this guy uh, worked on a show. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chiplin. Um, so, yes, um, Coda, you know, tries to make nice, and we get this nice part of, like, were you born in a cave? Like, no, we, uh, my mother was on a mammoth hunt and couldn't make a <laughs> And offers him a nap, eat an apple. He's so nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, manners. Right. <laughs> I, I honestly do like this actor who's playing Philip, because he really sells the... Yeah. He sells the part quite extraordinarily. Mm -hmm. The pompous I mean, douchebag. Yeah, yeah, there's a difference between the character being written unlikable and also being played competently as unlikable. That just and that just kind of cycles around to itself to make him kind of awesome, kind of like Sukasa from Decade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I mean, Masahiro in a way kind of takes it to like two levels beyond, but you he know. does. <laughs> but it's, and it's, then the additional third level just from the hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's why I always say the K is really worth watching because of Masahiro anyway. Mm -hmm. Um regardless, um they take off with the Energem and surprise surprise they spy foot soldiers spying after them. What a shock. So, um they Sledge has sent some fighter ships um uh, going after them and the explosions are all CGI so that way they don't they did not have to mess up the um limo they have rented with, or the road. Uh, with, with explosion props. Yeah, well, um, that or the road. Because it, it's, kind of it's kind of hard to bury explosives in road. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, what they would end up having to do is just, do like... It on, do it on the dirt road and then get the, get the limo dirty. So they're very careful in how they did that. I was thinking just, like, they would set the explosives up in the field off the side of the road. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. Either way, that's still kind of a risk. Right, but the problem with that is... It's clear that those guys can't even aim. Of course not. They're villains in a kids' show. I mean, that's just, you know, right, part of the course. Right, but still, having ex CGI explosions on the road makes it seem like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. there's actually a threat here than uh, real explosions. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, not I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing. I just found yeah. it funny because, like, they, they were clearly kind of being careful with the limo. <laughs> yeah, well, the limo and the SUVs, I think. I, yeah. It's not just the limo that would be the problem. It's it's that whole set of vehicles yeah. they need to take care of. But, I mean, like, yeah, there is there is practical options they could have used to make that work, because explosions in the field and using the right, like, lens set up on the camera would make the explosions look a lot closer to the road. Yeah, yeah. So, it would be, But I really like that they actually had those transport ships come in and actually, yeah. like, now, 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 do now that, something. That, that, that aside, they, they actually look pretty decent. I'm like, okay, it was obviously clearly CGI, but yeah. it looked good. Mm -hmm. 
And there's also a really great line here from Fury when the fight begins, when he sees the guys in the suits and says, hey, they're dressed for their funerals. Yes, I love that line. Because it's like, you know, of course, you know, Power Rangers being Power Rangers, they always replace die with die and kill with destroy and destroy. Of course, that... That no, you, no, it just means by their restrictions. That is a shockingly dark moment. Of, that's been BNSP. No, no, no it, just, it just means they're dressed to visit a funeral. That's no, all. No, no, no. They said their own funeral. <laughs> and that that's, that's a great way of getting around that limitation. Uh, but, no, so, but of course, this is, this is cable. That's a bit different yeah. than Saturday morning cartoon Correct. in the 90s on Fox. Nickel, as Cora is evident of, Nickelodeon can get away with kind of whatever they want. Well, not whatever they want, but they can get away with a lot more. Korra and Avatar in general, honestly. Yeah. Uh, which is why I, I do sometimes feel like in, say, you know, Samurai, Megaforce, they, Sam, uh, and, you know, even Digimon, yeah, Taban cuts back a lot more than it feels that they need to. It's like they're editing for broadcast when they're not on broadcast. No. I guess well, let's like... see. They did have stuff showing on Vortex for a while. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, for the six weeks that existed. Yeah, but it was like Lost Galaxy. They weren't even showing like their current Power Ranger series. Well, they Lost... were showing uh, Fusion, I think. I don't think that they ever got they were ever around that long for that to come up. I don't believe. Now they were airing heavily edited Transformers Prime. <laughs> that was nigh unwatchable, but um. Yeah, well, if it was season two, it started out that way. No, it was through season one. Which was halfway there already. <laughs> uh, regardless, um, so Fury, you know, comes up to Philip. He arrives with everybody, basically, uh, including Poisandra and Wrench and um, Curio. But uh, so he, you know, holds the sword through his throat and is like, "Give me the energy." He's like, "Okay," <laughs> which you know, I can't blame the guy. Himself. Who would do anything different? To be honest. And no, the episode demonstrates Coda. Well, yes, because Coda comes in and starts fighting Fury on his own without even being transformed. And I like that we get an, another implied trait for Coda, which is apparently that he's just pretty damn fast. Yeah. Because he's, he's there like a minute before everybody else. Caveman speed. <laughs> yeah. Endurance. Coda is essentially just superhuman. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean... No, but this whole fight scene's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's we all We get to see Yoshi show off more of his stunt skills. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, y Yoshi is really damn good. And there's also some good stuff from the other actors, too. I especially like when Tyler, like, face grabs the one one minion and drives him into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I like, too, that Chase and Riley are using their weapons. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it fits the theme of their character, and, it, you know, yeah. it, 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 it syncs well with the Sentai footage. Mm-hmm. And hey, did you know that Chase is a hotshot? Let us repeat it ten fucking times an episode. You know, at a certain... There's the weird thing about that, where it's like, at the beginning of the series, that really annoyed me, and somehow I was just kind of cycled around to being like, okay. You've become numb to it. Yeah, it's like, okay, sure. The fact, that yeah, Chase is an, the fact that Chase is, is an asshole also <laughs> <laughs> mitigates it a lot. Yeah, but everybody, like, except for Coda, all of the Power Rangers are assholes at one point or another. Coda, well, Tyler's been an asshole sometimes, yeah. 
Kylo less so than the others. Shelby, yeah. Riley, Chase, pretty consistent. They are he, as their mentor made them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like Keeper was like, you know, instead of like Zordon wanted teenagers with attitudes, it, Keeper just wanted assholes. Kendall, bring me assholes. <laughs> Unfortunately, he meant it in a completely different way, and he's still kind of, you know, left hanging. Oh, well. <laughs> Holding on to the hoop. <laughs> Something might be hanging anyway. <laughs> um, so, where was I? Fight, fight, fight. Um, Coda and uh, Philip end up rolling down a hill. And Philip's, you know, quite surprised that, you know, this guy that he was insulting pretty heavily, you know, risked his life, saved his life for him. And then they get attacked by Boulder. But Coda has this great line, like, there's good inside everybody, even awful, awful prince like you. <laughs> I think it's like mean prince or something like yeah, that. I yeah, I couldn't remember exactly, but I mean, that's the... The, 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 the intent is there. Yeah. I always count on Coda for brutal honesty. <laughs> so, a, a rock gets uh, rolled down at them, and I can't... Is it really, a rock? I can't tell if it's a rock, if it's, you know, Fury's dung. Um... It looks like a ball of dung. <laughs> Fury's been saving that up for like five hundred years, literally hours. <laughs> A couple hundred years. <laughs> wait, wait for the right time. Um, so they get saved by the Rangers as Fury ends up um snatching the Energem. Uh, and Kendall's like, "Hey, Tyler, this new this new uh, Charger, come get it." While everybody else goes and actually um does something. Good thing it's a quick jog back to the museum. Well, there's a motorcycle off screen, probably. They only yeah, one, sure. But they only have one prop for, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so, the rangers run off and leave Philip and is like, yeah, yo, go back to your motorcade and get the hell out of here. Like, you know, an intelligent person. Mm -hmm. But nah. He follows them and sees them morph. Uh, you know, of course, then recognizing the... Yeah, oh, Power Rangers. Okay. <laughs> so I guess that's already a common theme of this. You know, oh, well, you know, every, everything hey. is te everything in Power Rangers is, should be technically in continuity, so. Or, you know, they've been around for a few weeks. I'm sure they've got YouTube in this universe. Yeah, that's true. See, that'd be something I'd be interested to see in an episode. I, I, I just noticed that, like, at this point, they have not really had much of a public face in the series, besides, you know, the giant robots in the middle of the city. <laughs> right, I mean, that's that's kind of why I'd like to see, like, the show make it where, you know, they're a social media thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that would actually be, you know... It'd be a good way to handle a clip show. It, actually, yeah. Yeah, do, do that for the holiday special this year. Because hmm. you know, there probably will be one. Or a uh, RPM-like uh, question and answer session uh, for with kids at, during a tour or something. Yeah. Uh, another thing they could do with that angle is, um, like, if they want to introduce one of the other auxiliary rangers, like, have that ranger be established already, and he learned about the core team by seeing, you know, video on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, everything, you know, and track them down based on that. That would be kind of neat, actually. Yeah. We do, we do have a few more left. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah. um... Um, anyhow, the Rangers morph, transform, fight, and uh, until the Terrazor gets summoned, and that looks like they're 
you know, stuff's about to be weak until Tyler shows up with a giraffe charger. Ken, a giraffe is not a dinosaur. Shut up. <laughs> Intro quote. Um, Very nice. <laughs> so they all, you know, fight, fight, fighty, fight, fight, fight. Um, and we get the horrible story. fight dialogue. I, I, I've gotten Which to a part point, this I, week. It's I, just I, shut up for once. I, I, yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of zoned it out this episode. Yes, I think it's, I just got to, I've gotten to the, a point. That's the one thing that hasn't changed from uh, Samurai through Super Mega Force. Yeah, I mean, Are, that's that's the consistent weakness. Just the talking I, nonstop I, during a fight. That, that is probably um, someone higher up than Lynn. Well, it's it's a different well, department. Still wrong, then. It's a different department that he yeah is probably not in charge of. It's, I don't think it's like more authority over him. It's just you know parallel. Yeah, it's like that's that's the that's the ADR division which he would not necessarily have. It's, it's like we sway cannot over. we can't, we can't have quiet hair. Sorry. <laughs> it, it probably has something to do with attaching the actor to the ranger footage. That yeah. too, I think. Like, I mean, you can do that with less dialogue and more focused dialogue. Oh, uh, you yeah. can, but that's probably the, the the idea behind it. If your characters are on screen, you need to have a line of dialogue for that. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't find there to be, like, specific necessary fault with. It's just not being done the right way. Right. Yeah. So anyway, the only fight here... And that... actually, if you think if you think and you listen to the dialogue when they're fighting, too, they don't sound the same, which makes me think that, yeah, it's just... It's different division. They're being directed differently. It's not something Judlin's really... The big problem with the fight dialogue is that it, their dialogue never sounds like they're actually fighting. It sounds like they're sitting in a recording studio. They don't sound out of breath or like they're in motion at all. Right, which means they're not being directed as well as when they're on screen. Yeah. Ken, please continue. All right, so anyway, the only fight here that really matters at the moment is Tyler versus Fury. And uh, it get it comes up to a point where uh, suddenly his um you know big goo baby tries to uh, start coming out of him again. When he you know tries what calling to, it now. When he tries to use the power of the gold energy gem, and he can't stop it this time. He shoots his goo all over the place, explosively at that. And um, it turns out. Somebody emerges from it who Tyler really, 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 really thinks is his dad. That he repeats multiple times. And this guy that comes out looks at him like, you know, he's kind of crazy because kind of is. He kind of is. And we meet Sir Ivan of Xandar, who might be one of the greatest Sixth Rangers of all time. Okay, it's a little like, early to make that call, I think. Yeah, just within the context of this episode, I'm going to say that remains to be seen. There is promise to the character, I, 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 but... I know, I know that, but I am basing that off of other things, which we'll get to next week. Regardless... Like I said, like I said there is definitely promise shown to the character this episode, is, but... Yes. Now, okay, so uh, basically the rest of this episode is effectively the same thing that you saw in Kill Ranger. In other but, words, a toy commercial for the Gold Ranger items. But... But there is one touch to it that Kyoriger did not do, which I actually really like. When he comes up, he summons his uh, Terramorpher, 
it's stone like you know you initially saw in Kyrgyzstan when they first you know got the morphers, or even here when they first saw the morphers at the in episode one. Whereas mm -hmm. in Kyrgyzstan when he first summoned it, it was just you know the shiny toy. So that's a nice that's a nice little touch I thought. Although I think the context in Kyrgyzstan was different, where oh, it, because it, 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 he had already it, bonded with uh, oh, yeah. the Mecha he had, he had been point. a ranger it previously. Is it is completely different. It is different. But the touch to consistency there, I appreciate. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the part of the episode that I have problems with, which is basically all in this, where he pops out of Fury, immediately knows everything that's going on, all of his powers and everything he needs to do immediately. And, like, I can accept that he would have some awareness of what's been going on in the environment around him from within Fury. Right. Like, that that's could be fun... I, that's, That's the recurring that. theory I've heard, that he was somehow conscious in Fury, at least to a degree, and was able to observe the Rangers use their items. Okay, yeah, that's, that's kind but, of how like, I took it, honestly. You know, doesn't explain why his... he gets a different morpher than the other Rangers, but I don't think Kyoryuja did that either. All no. of his, yeah, all of his stuff is Ranger, different, all of his stuff works different, and, like, for me, this seems like it's born out of, if we still had 32 episodes per year of series... You know, I would see the whole Gold Ranger thing being spread out a little bit more and making it a little bit more natural progression. You know, he pops out, he actually learns about how all the stuff works and everything, and then transforms. It wouldn't have to be all within the space of 35 seconds that everything has to happen together. Yeah, I kind of figured that would be it. That would and, be like, cool. that's kind of a problem the whole episode has, which I think is what's really making it come off as weak. There's so much that has to happen in this 22 minutes. Uh, that really needs to be spread over maybe two episodes. Basically, Just, it, it basically, it needs to have been one of those ep episodes where Fury had the Energem needed to have been kind of parred down for this. Because something I do, I, like that? I, I, I think the part with Fury went on too long. Well, I can see this where you would see that this went too fast then. Like, the way I would probably pace it more is the Fury and Energem stuff ends before the hiatus. Uh -huh. And then... Ivan popping out is what we come back on. Yeah. And then we spend the time until now with him becoming the Gold Ranger. Yes. And then yeah. we have the other major failing of this episode with the American Gold Ranger suit. Okay. The yeah. thing about that, <laughs> the thing about that is I could take the American Gold Ranger suit if there was not the Curiouser suit making it look inconsistent. Yeah. Cuz in um... isolation it does not look objectively bad. No, it's not as it's not. No, as it kind of does as... look objectively bad. It's like it's just sort of tan spandex. It's not okay, and that's the thing though. Like, it's the he, color. He it's that's it, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like for whatever reason, they could not get gold-looking spandex like they've done in the past for American suits. But again, if it was just this by itself and that was a consistent look of it, I could deal with that. It would not bother me. Mind, it's no quilt shield. No, 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 no. It is kind no, of on and, par with Space Silver, though. And it, it, it's a little weird for the show. I, I'm and not saying that also, I'm remember there'll be a Silver Ranger in the future of this show. I mean, it, it's like it's something I can look past as the show goes on. The thing is, too, if they weren't calling him the Gold Ranger and the suit always looked like this, like if it looked like he was wearing a tanned leather Ranger suit, that would actually be kind of cool if they weren't calling him the Gold Ranger. 
the if Leather Ranger. If, if they if they took like from the Aqua and Graphite and called them just something, or just call them the Terra Knight Ranger. Now that tan would uh, work perfectly for. Uh, That's a cool name. That's a pretty cool name actually. For uh, the Golden Ninja. Um, but regardless, um, the beige besides, ranger, the besides, beige, besides Dyna beige, Dyna beige. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, besides those points, the um, decision of making him a knight rather than a samurai actually works really well and a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. And also the one the, the one thing that um, the one also a, a bit of a, a attention that they paid to things is. The whole calling his country, his made-up country, Xandar. Yeah, just, I love this. Just, to fit, <laughs> just, just so that way his footage has some kind of context is actually kind of really great. It's amazing. It's kind of it up there with having a space agency called Nasada in Turbo just because that's yes. what's on the shuttle. In space, yeah. Uh-huh. And, 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 and the thing is, I had completely forgotten about that from Kyoryuger, because I've barely seen anything with Kyoryu Gold. I've only seen the team-up specials and a couple episodes here and there. I completely forgot about that, you know, Xandar is a term that is thrown all around his his merchandise and his attacks. And that is that is the attention to detail that we have not seen in a very long time, I think. Juddlin. Yes. It's it, it's it's actually that part of it is actually really great. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean like with that context, it's actually kind of cool to see the Xandar Thunder effect yes. on screen like that. And like cuz then it clicks with you and you're like oh. And like I kind of hope he does call that out as an attack name at least once. Uh-huh. Cuz like it's random and not all that meaningful as an attack name in Kyoryuger. Because uh-huh. it's just, it's just you know, a word they made up. But it actually has a meaning here where it would actually sound like, you know, he, he is calling on the power of his homeland. Yeah. It, it, it just, like, this can be made to really enrich the character in a really cool way. And I just hope that is built attack, on. Just by his freaking attack name. And that's actually pretty good. The attack name that they had to work around from Sentai footage. Yes. I mean, that's... Like I said, I just hope they build on the potential this this introduces into the show. Yeah. So, so do I. So do I. And, and I, he, I love Dino Charge. And, 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 mm-hmm. he, and they could save that, too. They don't have to do it all the time. If they could, like, you know, pick one dramatic moment to do it at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, then he wanders off because you know, he's been he's been kind of. Oh, he, uh, but but first Hold he, on. he has uh, to oh, meet yeah. with the he, prince first. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He meets with the prince, who you know, kind of gives. His he, he also unevils the Terrazord just oh, yeah. by tearing oh, yeah. off the cape. Yes, right. And now, oh, oh, okay. There's there's another point to that I wanted to make as well. Um, a lot of times in Power Rangers, they kind of really gloss over the mecha stuff for better or worse. Um, and it in. Regardless of how you feel about it, Sentai does have this habit of kind of giving the mecha footage a bit more attention, a bit more, uh, a bit more. Hey, go buy this. A bit more, a bit, <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit more that, a bit more gravitas, a bit more. If this is an important thing, um, Power Rangers oftentimes will gloss over it. They'll cut a couple things here or there. They'll you know spend more time on the ground footage. 
Um, this actually does, though, it does kind of keep that sense of, you know, like, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did appreciate that, even though it is, it is again, in the question of, like, wow, he really is working that really well for so, a dude that's 800 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, and I can understand the criticisms there. It's just... I, yeah, I, like... I don't think this episode's perfect. I it's enjoyable to me, but like I can understand it being criticized on certain levels, and I think that's more just a matter of we have to do all of this. We have one episode to do it. Just cram it all in there the best you can, and it kind of makes it come off weaker than what we're used to with Dino Charge. Yeah, I can understand that. I I can I can respect that definitely. So yeah, meeting the prince. Yes, uh, me- meeting with the prince. Um, you know, he, you know, he 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 says he re- he says he you know recognizes the blood of Xandar. You know, basically on sight. He can smell it. He can. S- <laughs> Is that more Coda? <laughs> um. Uh. So you know, but then he he gives him he gives him his blessing to you know hold on to the gym and it's like you know, pip pip cheerio and all that. Make your country proud. <laughs> and to do that, he just kind of wanders off from the Rangers. Well, he has to catch up on all the things he missed. You know, the Black Plague, the Spanish Inquisition, the Brady Bunch reunion. Oh, uh, how, how, you were, you were sitting on that the whole time, weren't you? Maybe not. No, he was. I like, um, Sir Ivan just kind of wandering off and... Like, the ranger's understanding, basically, that he needs to go and just, like, have some time. Okay. Gotta stretch his arms and legs a bit after 800 years. Yes, and well, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, it just, it's like, in other series, you would kind of expect that, yeah, he would just be hanging around now. Yeah, automatically, but nope, no, 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 I, I got things to do. <laughs> like, the only thing I would kind of want to see added to that is, you know... He gets ready to walk off, but he turns around and says, you know, if you need help, I'll be there. But for now, I'm going to go, you know. And apparently this episode ran long because they play the credits over that part. Yeah. So they really had to cram stuff into this episode. <laughs> and it shows, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, I think that's really where the fault is going to be found with this. There's just too much going on. And it caused a lot of what we've come to expect to suffer. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, that won't be the case for all of the Ranger introductions, so. Hopefully, like, the Gold Ranger's introduction is fairly dense overall. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they wanted to be able to have on the previous episode and this episode end at a good ending spot, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were just tired of this plot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. Let's have a new one. <laughs> Who's not part oh, yeah. of this plot? So, Mickey, what were the faults you found with this episode? Uh, basically, there just wasn't enough interesting character work. It was all plot that I didn't find interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything dramatic about the plot. It was just all, okay, let's get this new ranger insult in the cast, and let's show off all the action moves he can do, and then we'll just call it a day. There is nothing really creative going on with it, aside from the one bit about uh, Coda and the being born on the back of a mammoth. That was fun. But on the other side, <laughs> from that... 
the rest of the cast was extraordinarily flat and uninteresting. Yeah, I think that's just because they didn't have time to like stand out and shine. Well, sure, but that's a problem. That's it, why I didn't it, like it. it. Like, I'm I I am not disagreeing with you on an overall level here. I think it's a problem if it happens all the time, but like you know, once here and there, just because all this stuff needs to happen, I can kind of live with that. Well, I'm not saying I'm dropping the show because I'm no, just saying that's why not. I didn't like this ep- ep- one episode. Yeah. I mean, the previous – I still haven't seen the previous episode, but the one before that was great, <laughs> and the one after this one is great. So, Yeah, you should probably go back and watch 10. Well, if it ever becomes available for me to watch. Uh, uh, that, that, that's still something I don't get is that there is no di- there is no like distribution for the show outside of it airing on TV right now. There is, well, mean, no. They, if you if you have a cable provider that will give you like the login information nick.com wants, you can watch it there. That yeah. says the problem my cable That's provider why. is that that doesn't work for any service that claims to need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and and it's and it's and, and it's and it's like so. I mean, it's, it's like they're pissing free money down the drain because you could if they they could put it on iTunes, Amazon and previous sh- I mean, the previous Neo Saban ones were on those services and Hulu and all that stuff but I know Hulu sucks but at least it was an option. Oh, Hulu's pretty good. Now they don't have the and Now they don't have the rights to any Power Rangers streaming. Yeah. And doesn't the uh, agreement with Netflix for the uh, past library end in like January? Sometime next year, yeah. They haven't confirmed anything about renewals or whatever. Well, since renewals like that can literally come down to the last five minutes, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's just going to kind of turn into whatever it turns into. But yeah, because th- th- like I would seriously be buying this series on iTunes if I could. And come on, they put Megaforce on Netflix after ten episodes for God's sake. <laughs> they did. Hell, they put. Yes. They put the I don't last know why I remember they, that, but it happened. They had the last episode of Megaforce up before it ever aired. <laughs> Okay, that could be why they're not putting anything on Netflix right away. (laughs) You never know. Could have pissed somebody off. Yeah, because somebody had to watch Megaforce. Well, usually it's that, okay, when we give you the rights to it, we give you a specific date that you can put it up, and, well, if the date was there and it hadn't aired yet, well, that was the date they paid for. This is true. This is true. Unless somebody, yeah. unless somebody slipped on, but uh, slipped and you know. This is an up. anime news network uh, putting up uh, anime two weeks <laughs> before they were supposed to. Oh God! Hey, maybe if they didn't go on break for five months in a row, it would have aired by the time it went up. My, or, my, or, or like you, Funimation, my, my, you, or like Funimation uh, streaming service uploading episodes like a month in advance and not securing them. Yeah, that, hap- that, that that's why they had One Piece and then they lost One Piece for a long time. <laughs> Well, it happened with uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood too. Did it? And it and uh-huh. it happened with. Uh, I don't think it lost them the bad the, man with uh, Kill a Kill. I don't think yeah. it lost them the uh, streaming rights with Full Metal Alchemist, but like uh-huh. there was a couple weeks break where they were like having to redo their stuff because. Yeah, uh, you know, Full Metal Alchemist was like the first time I think they did the simulcasting thing too. So. Right. I mean, at least at that point, it's understandable that there would be hiccups with it, but. You know, I mean, n- n- nowadays, luckily, that's you know, that's something that they and that Crunchyroll and so, so forth have kind of figured out. 
You know, on the other hand, hey, maybe we'll get lucky and Nick will put up episode 13 this weekend. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Oh, I hope. Speaking of incompetent uploaders, yeah. Because <laughs> that was up for a whole day and they didn't notice, apparently. Oh, did they Whoops. take 12 back down? Yes. Good thing I grabbed it while I could. Yes. Thank Same. you, XV. Huh? Thank you. Well, I didn't. I don't have the bandwidth to upload it for distribution, unfortunately. Yeah, somebody else did that. that one, I just, I just have the means to obtain Paladin the episodes. Is the, Paladin is the one that told us about that one. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Paladin. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Anyone else so, hear helicopters? Yep. Yep. Pa Paladin is so gracious. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, I understand episode 12 is pretty fantastic, and we'll be talking about that next week. And unfortunately, that's the last new Dino Charge till October. Unless somebody screws up and uploads 13 this weekend. <laughs> but probably not. So wait, last new one, till, see, next week we'll discuss 12. Then Someone's going to screw up and upload 14. So I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess whatever we're doing on the, 20, on the 28th is kind of up in the air then, right? Perhaps we will do nothing. Perhaps. That's Perhaps not pleasant. Perhaps on the 28th, we will partially rest. So wait, that means on the 5th, though, we get to discuss both Dino Charge and Ghost? Maybe. Well, no, Ghost might wait, wait a week because we don't know if the translations will be up. Yeah, probably. It depends, I guess. And it might suck. And it might! It's also, unfortunately, a possibility. Well, we can give Ghost a few weeks to, you know, see if it finds its feet that aren't there anymore. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's a pun. Is it a pun, or is it just, like... I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> Look, the important thing is Drive will be over. Well, we can all celebrate that. And then at that point, we'll have, like, only five or six months of having to wait for Ninja to play out. Something like that. When did... Ninja started in February, right? So the next Sentai should start yeah. in February also. They kind of always start in February, don't they? Uh, haven't they started in March a couple times? Not that I remember. Hmm. Well, if they started in March, it would be like the first week. Well, regardless, only half a year of Ninja left to go. Yeah, we won't get a trademark name or anything for the 40th for about two months, though, I think. I don't even know when Sentai trademarks usually hit. I'm trying to look it up right now. Because, like, Ryder is usually June or July, although I think it was late this year. Yeah, there were a couple well, of we fake finally ones got floating, the fashion writer everyone's talking about. Maybe we'll uh, get the uh, bug Sentai, everyone, that uh, has been, uh, that someone's been rumoring every year. For the that's, past that's, decade. that's the thing, though, because, like, if you rumor the same thing every year, yeah, eventually it's going to be right. <laughs> I'm sure there was somebody saying trains for a while that was really, you know, really happy a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think train Sentai had been rumored for a while also. But, but you they, see, that, also that, that's kind of not fair just because trains are so popular in Japan. It was inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it looks like we found out the Ninja trademark on October 22nd last year. So we got about a month. Assuming it's at the same, assuming it doesn't like come out late like the writer trademark did. Yeah, yes. True. The next Sentai will be fruit-themed. 
Well, work for Ryder. <laughs> They're just gonna trade gimmicks now. <laughs> so, well, I was about to say, I was about to say, train Ryder. Then I was like, oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, because like they would skip that one and they would go to, um, like they would do Fruit Sentai and they would do um, Ninja Rider, I guess. They have not done an Ninja Rider, have they? No, that's also been one of the commonly rumored things. In fact, I think Ninja Rider was something that was rumored for Drive, and only kind of came to fruition in the the Shuriken tire. Which, you know, is kind of bullshit, but... Um, so it was drive, drive, is what you're saying? Yeah. No, what what we need to wait for, though, uh, where it cycles around and we get um, car... Sentai again. That could be fun. Car Ranger 2. Or Go Ranger 2. Why not both? There should have been a Car Ranger Go Ranger team up. Well, there should be a Go Ranger everything team up. It's Go Ranger. Go Ranger just never stopped. That's right. Just run it parallel to all of their Sentai? Yes. You can have make, your new Sentai, just, you know, keep making Go-Onger. Make Go-Onger the Deno of Sentai, where it just has a movie every year. Until it doesn't. Well, yeah. But that's because <laughs> they couldn't get any of the actors it back anymore It would be more go while it lasted. They can always get Momotaurus' voice actor back. No, but, like, um... That's all that really matters. No, but all the human actors finally are just like, no, we're done. Yes, but even the re- even the ones that they have, even the replacement actors. Right. Let's let's be honest though. The Imagine are what really matter. It is, but if you don't have Owner and Naomi and, well, really just those two are the essential ones. If you don't have them there, also, I mean, you're kind of running just, into a wall. Just you know, take take conductor from from from, from, from Tokyo. Yeah, I'm still kind of lamenting there was never a proper Tokyo and Deno team up. <laughs> yeah. Well, like just imagine ticket meeting Momotaros. Well, let, let let us thank Daigo for you know interrupting that in the uh, Rider Wars movie. See, what you need is another superhero wars, and you need to have uh, Ankh on one arm and Ticket on the other. Oh my Christ! <laughs> <laughs> of 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 whom though? Momo. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> it it would just be um. Let's go Common Rider again, but with ticket added. But a better, but an actually good movie, hopefully. Hopefully, I don't know. Superhero <laughs> Wars Z wasn't that great, so maybe not. Common Rider Wars was good, and you know, um, GP. It, it it depends on how much you can stand drive. <laughs> okay, so, so like, it sucks then. I have again. I softened to drive a lot, so. Yeah, but was Grand, okay it, Grand but... Prix's problem was that it was trying to take story elements from Rider Wars and work Rider Wars uh, and Let's Go Common Rider and work them into the same thing and not getting either of them right. Basically, yes. Because like it was trying to do it with is, uh, it was it trying is, to do with Zeranos what they were doing with Takumi, but without like an actual backstory that made it compelling. It it is watchable up until the point that the ninja arrived. And here's the thing. It is not because of the ninja necessarily. It is because whoever was shooting that movie did not know how to shoot a Sentai Mecha cockpit. Because it is the stupidest thing. It looks like the stupidest thing in the world. They are in that cockpit, and the way they shoot it, 
it is like they are leaping around as if there is motion, you know, hitting the cockpit, but there's not on the camera. So it looks like they are just kind of <laughs> leaping around so, so in the cockpit. So it's like a motion. So it's so it's like those uh, clips of Star Trek cockpit shaking where it's been done exactly. to have the camera still. Exactly. It is. It is precisely like that. And speaking of Star Trek, that's our show for this week. We've got another one to do. See you next time. Bye. Hooray. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at Superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. Show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.